afraid I got water. We don't want to wait. Oh, sorry. We don't, we don't want to wait. Hey, I'm Robin. We don't want to wait. We, okay. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> and we don't want to wait to go get water. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Steph's voice is going to be drier and drier and drier until we reach an edit point, an obvious edit point, where all of a sudden, I don't know, will your voice be more m- moist? Probably Mo- not. Moist voice. I, you know, I'm still, oh, I'm still getting over this cold. Yeah. Uh, we are talking about the season eight. I'm sorry, I didn't ask any more questions about your cold. I figured I'd move on to Smallville. That's good. Um, <laughs> There's nothing. That, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the last four episodes of season eight. We're already done with season eight. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of sad. Yeah. We've got like. Ten more podcasts before the end. So, oh, oh I cannot wait. There was actually a, a fun. The next show we pick, the next show we pick, better be good. But, hey, I'm leaving it up to you. Uh, the pressure will be on. Uh, hopefully, it'll be something that I really want to watch. <laughs> but I, I feel bad. I made you watch this for a year. It turned out, luckily, that I didn't have to drag you through this entire thing. So no. there were a couple of rough weeks, but besides that, I, I you've been having a blast, right? Oh, I love it. Yes, I'm so happy. I see. I see what the hype was all about. Oh, let me tell you, it is amazing to rewatch a show that I love. And have the other person who hasn't seen it before or hasn't seen most of it before be like, it is awesome. <laughs> you are right. Robin, you're right. <laughs> Robin, you have good taste. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's start. Uh, we're going to talk about Stiletto. This is the part where we were trying to remember what the episode titles were. <laughs> Stiletto. Uh, Stiletto. This is the oh the one where Lois is a superhero. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to try to remember all four episode titles. No, I've got them right here. Beast. Beast. Beast is the one. The Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Episode. <laughs> Injustice. Right. So it's the inverse of Justice League. Yes. And then of course Doomsday. Bum bum bum. <laughs> The big finale where we wonder how many slots are going to be filled in the credits for next season. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Will it be two? Will it be three? I've got so many teases for you for a season that you barely remember. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, just say I don't know anything about this show because I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We just like watched an entire season that you allegedly watched before. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I said, have no cl- no recollection of it. Wow. So none of these episodes, huh? You didn't remember at all? Mm, no. Oh, okay. All right, well, let's start with Stiletto. This is the one where Lois plays superhero to get the Blur's attention. And, uh, uh, yeah, we go – Lois uh, can't get into the Edward R. Murrow Press Society presentation for journalistic <laughs> achievements. Uh, Michelle Wolf, of, of course, is uh, tearing it up inside there. Lois can't get in there and be offended by anything but she says. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, this thing will not go away. <laughs> no. just, just end already. No. Just something else happened to take our, <laughs> our attention away. Old. Well, if everybody was watching Smallville with us, they'd they'd be like offended for a second. They'd be like, "Oh my god, season nine's coming next." <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that uh, uh, nobody uh, nobody n- nobody's heard of Lois. And <laughs> oh yeah, she's not Lois Lane yet. No. She's still 
you know. Just in case you're wondering if she's the Lois Lane, she's not the Lois Lane yet. She's got to nail that superhero interview. And Mm. uh, so Chloe is there to pick her up and she tells her to go on. She goes, go on ahead. These heels are silent killers. (laughs) I guess. And she catches Chloe being jumped and, uh, and he thinks this guy that she knocks around thinks that she's some sort of superhero because of the getup she's wearing. It's like she's – I think she's like wearing like a cape. She's The stiletto heels stick out, but – The stiletto heels, it's a, it's a dress, but it's like a scarf that's blowing in the wind yeah. that kind of looks like a cape. Yeah. Yeah, and the getup she ends up wearing in the episode, um, there's like this – you know, you know how there's like infinite Earths or whatever. Uh, there is an Earth where uh, Lois Lane is a uh, super villain called Superwoman, <laughs> and really, yeah. and uh, her outfit actually in this is uh, sort of reminiscent of that. Also, I was thinking Huntress from Birds of Prey. Uh huh. Yeah. So, are you saying that the costume designer on Smallville took it from that comic book? I wish I had more solid facts for you, but um, they didn't allow Craig Byrne to write any more Smallville official companions after season seven. So, Mm. Smallville Wiki didn't have anything about that now, but they said that it it looks a lot like it. I mean, like, these are the questions that I want answered. Sorry. (laughs) We can... uh, Find out who the costume designer was and tweet him or her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just take a note. We're going to tweet this person. Um, oh, there was actually a – I think the – maybe it's a different costume designer for uh, like the suits. But there's a, actually a great special feature on the season 8 DVD. You might be able to find it on YouTube, which is them talking about the design of the Doomsday costume and how, how they put it together. They showed a different – um, test footage and thing Yeah, that's pretty cool uh, Anyway uh, So Chloe uh, Chloe and Lois end up at the Metropolis Metropolis General And this, of course. this nurse is trying to stop Lois And she's like you think you, You've taken a pretty hard hit to the head You should stick around for an examination And I wrote You realize how many times I've been knocked out lady <laughs> <laughs> Yeah This is uh, not my first rodeo Yeah yeah but uh, okay. Chloe's worried because the laptop she had had all the files for Watchtower. Uh. And she's like, it's encrypted, but not hackable. So, um, And uh, she thinks that she was saved by some um, some girl who calls herself Stiletto because Lois is already making up the story. And I love how Clark's like, sounds like some sort of knife expert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Which is great because when Chloe is attacked later, that guy is actually uh, holding a stiletto knife up to her throat. Mm. Yeah, because when you say stiletto to a guy, he thinks something totally different than what a female would think. I don't know. I think heels, but it might have been the Smallville influence. Mm. (laughs) Or maybe a ZZ Top lyric. I don't know. (laughs) Um all right, so Lois talking to the editor. He's like, "Nope, got to get the picture." So, um, and and Clark is asking about it, and he's like, "Really surprised." Lois has got some detailed uh, quotes. She's she even has uh, the stiletto's uh, uh, phone number, and I love how like mm. everybody calls it the stiletto, and Lois is like, "It's stiletto, <laughs> not the stiletto." It's like Walmart's. <laughs> oh, oh, I hate Walmart's. Do do Vermonters say that? Yes. 
And I, oh, I don't know if you have the grocery the chain Hannaford down there, but uh, we have yeah. uh, the, the, everybody calls it Hannaford's. It's, Even though it's Hannaford, yeah, yeah, <laughs> everything is apostrophe s to people. <laughs> All right, so the Ace of Clubs has a new bartender. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and uh, okay, so why can't Jimmy work for the? Because he broke up with Chloe and he's lost his mind. Yeah, he so he's just quit his job. Probably lost his passion for you know taking pictures and I don't know. I mean, it's not like Chloe works there. But yeah, it's like, like I really want to know, like, what happened. <clears throat> I don't know, I don't know, but I'm enjoying this cool, refreshing drink. Just so you know. <sighs> um. Okay. All right. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> and then we have these Guidos. <laughs> Is that the politically correct term? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I didn't like. Yeah. Like my brain couldn't deal with the, with them. Like I couldn't focus on anything they said. Yeah, it's really. Uh, they, they do this for Batman too, you know, and uh, you you have to have these like human criminals. You know, nobody with superhero superhero abilities. So uh, they usually end up being like you know mafiosos and. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a kind of a their their take on Intergang and uh, Bruno Mannheim is uh, the guy who's in charge of Intergang, and if you notice, this guy calls Bruno ugly, and uh, that's actually Bruno's nickname in the comics. <laughs> it must be something from um, like the fifties or sixties because it's like you know just call somebody ugly. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> and we find out they have kryptonite counterfeit plates, so you kind of see where that's going. Uh huh. So and. <clears throat> like the underling mobster who who snatched Chloe's bag, yeah, ki- kills the boss and becomes the boss. Yeah, that's Bruno. He kills Ron Milano. Who, by the way, Ron Milano, we, he's sitting there behind his desk and then he kind of stands up. I'm like, you do not look intimidating at all. You, this Bruno guy looks a lot more intimidating than you. I, I was I was a little confused on who was working for who at first. Uh, just you know, Bruno is played by Dominic Zamprogna, who is uh, another star of Edgemont, <laughs> that that teen drama that Kristen Crick was on. Oh, and uh, okay. she, he was actually he actually played uh, her uh, love interest on the show. Hmm. Yeah, he also played Jammer on BSG. He was one of the the pilots, and mm. uh, he's been on General Hospital ever since. He's I saw mm. his IMDb. It said like a thousand plus episodes. Mm. So. Well, good for him yep. getting that good soap opera money. Get that money. <laughs> yeah, he's moved out of Vancouver apparently. <laughs> and, Living in New York. Yeah, doing the General Hospital thing. Uh, I love Vancouver. I can't wait to see Vancouver. I'm actually watching uh, Highlander, the TV show, for the first time, and it's filmed in Vancouver as well. But they call the town that the Highlander lives in Seacouver. <laughs> so. I, I don't know why, but Seacouver. All right. Huh. <clears throat> I cannot wait for you to go to Vancouver. Me too. I'm excited about you going. I want to uh, hear all about it. I might actually use my Instagram account. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, Lois wants uh, some uh, good glamour shots from Jimmy. <laughs> and, you know, he can use 100 bucks. And she's like, I was going to sew an S on the chest. Is that tacky? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. 
And uh, uh, meanwhile, Chloe is looking at the internet, and already people are shipping Blaretto. <laughs> So next week, inside joke. Yep. Next we have this great scene where Lois and Clark are just sitting at their desk, costumes at their side in their bags, ready mm-hmm. for the scanner to go waiting. off. Yeah, waiting for the other one to leave. And the and also, you know, they know when the scanner goes off, they'll see you know each other at the crime scene. But as they're, uh, you know, because Clark is very much interested in. Talking to Stiletto because of the whole stolen lap- laptop thing, and you know, Stiletto here really wants to just see the blur, uh, get that interview. Yeah, this is a little silly. I don't know. I this is a fun episode. I don't think it's one you need to really take super seriously, and it has a, a great ending to it. Um, but it, it is a little weird to see like Lois doing these like really silly. This really silly idea of just uh, – should I say it? Uh, trying what? to sell fake news. Uh, <laughs> you get an uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. How did it sit with you? you- uh, yeah. I mean I was trying to glean out the parts that really mattered. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, Jimmy being down on his luck is really sad. And- yeah. <clears throat> And uh, Lois trying to see what it's like to be a superhero, <laughs> almost like trying to relate to the Red Blue Blur. Yeah. Which is, is this the episode where they said Red Blue Blur is a mouthful for even me? <laughs> when I think Chloe said it. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't uh, remember. Which I thought that was funny. But um, is this where Clark. Talks to Lois with the voice changer. Yes, that's at the end. So that was great. That was that's like one of my favorites. It's like one of those great scenes I love. Um. So yeah, because it's like because it's like Superman can talk to Lois Lane. Yes. Instead of Clark Kent talking to Lois yes. Lane, and it's almost like he can be freer to speak. She can be freer to speak. Mm-hmm. There's something about this super, this vigilante superhero that Lois is uh, wanting to reach out to and talk to, even though she does need this <clears throat> interview to uh, make a big splash and to get her name recognized. But there's something there for some reason she has a need to connect to this vigilante superhero. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it may be love, <laughs> maybe a huge crush. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, J- Jimmy, uh, gets roughed up about those pictures that he took <laughs> and he, the, I love the guys like, do you know her? And he just like, Jimmy looks at the camera. And he's like, no, it's just a fluke. <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of excuse that was, but I was like, Jimmy, that you needed a better excuse than my, my picture just accidentally must've taken a, a fully posed shot of stiletto. Yeah. I know. I was trying to like, imagine what kind of fluke they could, they yeah. could mean. And oh, by the way, uh, fun fact: this is the only episode of Smallville to feature Aaron Ashmore without a scene with Allison Mack. <gasps> Tears ahead. Okay, uh, yeah, like you said, Lois is learning how to be a superhero. She finds out that Stiletto isn't very soft, uh, very stealth. She's very squeaky. She should have called herself Nike. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, uh, my next note is I love that both Jimmy and Clark just are com- not not fooled at all by the mask. Like they're just like yeah. Lois. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Oh, uh, there's that part where uh, where Clark is speaks, to, you know, calls to her. Yeah. And she's turning around saying, "Oh, it's an honor to meet you." And she was like, "Oh, it's just Clark." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then she says, weren't you supposed to feed Shelby? Is there no woman you haven't stood up? Which, to me, I was like, wait a second. Shelby is a boy dog. (laughs) I don't know why she said that. The writer got that mixed up. Um, So, yeah, Chloe gets uh, jacked by the AJ, the gangster. And, yeah, this is the wrong person to put a knife to her throat because off-screen Doomsday drags him away. And Mm. uh, so... Let's see. Lois, I think Lois is looking for Jimmy. And uh, she's, she asks Chloe, where's Jimmy? And, and Chloe says, is that, isn't that what Facebook updates are for? Are for? Uh-huh. Or is that the other way around? Anyway, Chloe almost tells Lois about the beast, but it doesn't happen. Anyway, so uh, Jimmy gets taken by Bruno. Clark goes in there. Ouch, counterfeit money. That's a pretty cool scene with this like glowing green money all over the place. Mm-hmm. And um, what happens? I just wrote cell phones. Seriously, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, she mm-hmm. she's trying to call. Lois is trying to call nine one one, but her battery dies. Oh, her battery dies, and so she has no other choice than to jump through the skylight. And <laughs> it is the most graceful, he- non-wire, non-bloody skylight smash I've ever seen. Like, she had no, like, rope or anything, no grappling hook. Or, she just jumped into the skylight and just slowly descended to the ground. <laughs> and didn't break her ankles. No, just landed on her stiletto heels and went to work. <laughs> and, I mean, I can see <laughs> Lois doing that because she's, what, she's a pit bull on a pant leg. Oh, like, yeah. she's so she's so determined. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll, that was very much in character for Lois. Meanwhile, Chloe But also her friends were in trouble. Yeah, yeah. And she saves, she saves Clark. She saves Jimmy. Uh, meanwhile, Chloe is taking out some splooshy garbage bags. And I'm just like, Chloe, this is really <laughs> worth it. Like, I have to get rid of all the body parts. Yeah, okay, yeah. Could have thrown it in the Talon's dumpster. <laughs> this is what I don't get. Why she... Uh, a uh, what's it called? A person who goes along with something. Accomplice. Yes. Why is she an accomplice in these murders? Oh, because I'm trying to I'm trying to protect Clark. No, you're a criminal. You're committing crimes. <laughs> I know that's her. That's her uh, excuse. I mean, as we go along, it goes from like it seems like she's in love with him, and then it seems like she's just wants to save him. Yeah. And then she then is saying she's just protecting Clark. Yeah. She has that hot sex dream about. <laughs> about oh, 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 we'll get into it. <laughs> okay. But, and then she says that she was trying to protect Clark. Like her, her stories don't make sense. They don't, they're not adding up. Uh, yeah. We'll talk more about this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Clark uh, got shot. Well, he was uh, trying to protect Lois because they had shot at Lois. Okay, he got shot. So Lois is spoiling Clark with pastries (laughs) 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 at the Daily Planet. Uh Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's—I love how he's just kind of like, 
He's like, ugh, he's holding his side and stuff. Oh, pretending like it hurts when he's really healed. And then if you notice, like, the pastries are in front of him, and Lois kind of, like, turns around and stuff, and he just leans forwards naturally and grabs one of the pastries. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, Jimmy's uh, buying morphine. Um, Oh, that's what it was? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know what what kind of drugs he was buying off the streets. Uh, Chloe makes a meal in her apartment. And Clark comes back to return the laptop, and uh, oh, this is she's making she's making a huge casserole, <laughs> yep. and Bacon. and she said she's lying she's lying to Clark. Uh, yeah, when the de- when the Earth's about to, when the when the world's coming to an end, it turns out I bake I bake <laughs> a lot of food. And he said, I thought you I don't know, you know, like we know what you do when you think the world's coming to an end. You kiss. I thought you kissed the closest Clark guy, <laughs> the closest Clark. <laughs> You know, like, make up your mind, Chloe. Yeah, and then she says she needs some space because uh, she's trying to protect Clark, right? Mm-hmm. My other note here says Clark lifts, Clark lifts his shirt for Chloe and Steph <laughs> to show that the, he's all healed. All the females. Mm-hmm. See all those muscles. Mm-hmm. So Lois gets a note from the red blue blur. You can notice it's a red envelope with blue paper. <laughs> And yeah, there's a bet, probably a better name out there than Red Blue Blur. Red Blue Blur. <laughs> I love Superman the movie. So when Lois says on the phone, "Can you read my mind?" I squeed. Uh, <laughs> um, and says so she's like, "What do you need? It must be lonely being you. I'm only a phone call away." And Clark tells her, "When I'm ready to tell the world my secret, you'll be the first to know." Yeah, okay, so when she says, can you read my mind, She's she has no idea what his powers are. Yep, yep. Uh, so, that's it for that episode. Okay. It was okay, and then we get it to the fine. ending, and the yeah. ending is, just saves it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, such a great scene. All right, Beast. High sex dream. Uh, this is the one where... Chloe gets even deeper into trouble with uh, Davis, and uh, Clark finds out. Okay, yeah, hot sex drink. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, love this song. They play it at the beginning of the episode, at the end of the episode. It will be on my playlist, Chris Levy's What You Feel. Uh, I just, uh, I love it so much. That sucker was on repeat all all the time uh, back when uh, the season was on. So, uh, what you feel? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chloe is trying to keep a whole upstairs downstairs relationship, and uh, so she goes down to the cellar, and it's just this trail of red uh, petals, and mm-hmm. Davis is candles. candles. Yeah, yeah, and it gets hot and heavy. And if you notice that the, the, Chloe then looks over her shoulder, his shoulder, and she sees <gasps> not a trail of roses, but a trail of blood. Uh huh. Oh, God, what did you so think disturbing. was gonna happen? Oh my God! And then she it walks around. A... Yeah, oh. Clark's upper body suspended, the bloody Just... scarecrow ass on his chest. You know, from the pilot. Yeah, his com- lower half's completely gone. Ugh. And I was like, "Holy crap! This is pretty scary for Smallville." Like, I know. I was like, "That's." Uh, wow. I can't believe they showing they're showing that on television. Yeah. The kids are watching. Yeah. Hopefully by now, parents will probably be a little bit more smarter about showing it to the younger ones, you know? Wait, say that again? I said hopefully by now, like in this season especially, you know, it's getting so dark that, you know, hopefully parents are restricting 
like little ones from uh-huh. watching. Yeah. Can I tell you how many like two year olds and three year olds I saw at Avengers Infinity War though? <laughs> I know that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is so disturbing. I hope small children aren't watching this. Uh, this is just well, the really one the one awful. that was sitting in front of me with her dad uh, had her eyes on his phone. So uh, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So I did kind of get past the whole light of the phone being in my peripheral vision, but uh, luckily she had earbuds on. So. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Davis is being called the cornfield killer now because bodies in the cornfield. I don't know why Tess, mm. Tess said you just call him Doomsday in the, in the paper, but uh, this is kind of like laying the pressure on. She's trying to get this fight to happen. Um, and uh, Chloe is saying, oh, it must have been a copycat because Davis is dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's just trying to uh, convince Clark that he's crazy to even think that davis is not dead that uh uh. let me see jimmy is let go quote unquote from the ace of clubs and bothers uh oliver for 600 bucks during like a a meeting he's having yeah this was pathetic and yeah and oliver knows that um that jimmy is probably having substance abuse Issues and tries to yep. send it, you know, I'll send you to a place that's real luxurious. And, and Jimmy doesn't want that help. I'm sure it's not your car that needs a fix, buddy. <laughs> mm. um, okay, so there's a deleted scene. There's a few deleted scenes I wrote down. Um, there's the one here where uh, Davis is actually looking through old articles from the torch and asks Chloe, like, Did you and Clark ever share more than a byline? And she says, Nothing that would make the front page. And she says, oh, by the way, I know this doctor for gifted people. You know, he could probably help you. And he is like adamant. He's like, no doctors. That's not happening. That's not going to help me. It's only going to make it worse. And she like goes, okay, okay. And kind of backs out of there. And that's where she grabs the water bottle that she gives to uh, Dr. Emil Hamilton <laughs> um, later. So, yeah. Oh, that has the DNA in it. Okay. Oh, and, All right, uh, and s- uh, oh, sorry. What were we going to say? Uh, Chloe won't let Clark send Davis away. What? Yeah, wants to say- oh, this led to around. Okay. Um, oh, Davis wants to leave town. Mm-hmm. And she's all for it. But then later on, Davis tells Clark that it was Chloe's idea to leave town. Oh, of course. Yes, uh, as we approach the finale, it's getting to be more and more apparent that, (laughs) yes, Davis has an evil side, but also Davis has, and Davis himself has an evil side as well, you know? Mm, Davis isn't the good guy we thought he was. Maybe he is a sociopath. Mm -hmm. Maybe Davis is a sociopath, but also he has an alter ego that's doomsday. Right. And maybe Doomsday has a nice side that we didn't know, hear about, you know? It's kind of unfair that Clark buried him in the end. Anyway, um, it, I noticed in the theater during uh, uh, Chloe and Emil's uh, meeting in the car that the theater's playing American Syndrome and Under Pattern. What <laughs> does that movies. even mean? These are movies. <laughs> <laughs> no movie that I'd want to see. Yep. So yeah, Chloe. Chloe can't tell Clark. He can't, she can't tell Ollie. She tells Emil that you know she can't tell Ollie. Ollie killed Lex, so she can't trust him. And um, and yeah, that, that that's when Davis catches her meeting with him 
and uh, um, he's like, I look at your photos. I, I rub strands of your hair between my hands. It's not enough. <laughs> like, oh, man, she gave him strands of hair? That's creepy. Imagine that conversation. <laughs> Can I just have some strands of your hair before you go? What? So, yeah, run away with me. We can't tell anybody. And um, And he says... He can't believe that, you know, she'd do it for him. And she says, can you, he says, can you honestly tell me I'm the most important person in your life? And Chloe says, Davis, I would do anything for you. So, I mean, the witch, is she lying? I believe she she is. It seems a bit too much for Chloe to be like, so falling for him that, you know, that she'd do anything for him. But I won't do that. (laughs) I don't know. What did she think? What? Are the, what's the end game here? What is? What? Ha- well, right now it's it's uh, hopefully Doctor Emil finds some sort of cure for him. Okay. She's just trying to keep him balanced, trying to keep him entertained, and uh, trying to keep him from killing Clark. Yeah, and that's why she like um, leans on Emil at the ISIS headquarters about like, hey, did you find anything out? I love it. She's like. Maybe I can bring him in, you know? Uh, and he's like, uh, I don't want him anywhere near me. <laughs> uh. And he warns her, you know, body changes could be caused by intense emotions. And she says, of course, that's why I, I you know, being around me stops him. Uh, so, um, and, and yeah, he's like, we need to warn people. And she, she immediately tells him, you betray me, you betray Davis, and you sure don't want to be on his bad side. So... Oh, I uh, skipped over a scene. Yeah, um, Ollie uh, had buried uh, Davis back after Eternal, or actually, mm-hmm. you know, and Clark goes to check the grave, and it says, he says it looks like somebody, something clawed its way out. Mm. And he says, kick his ass, Clark. Get this thing out of our lives once and for all. And Clark says, you want me to kill him? And he says, no, I need you to kill him. So, yeah, this starts the whole confrontation between Oliver and Clark of what to do with Davis. Yeah, Oliver and Clark just have different ways of seeing things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Oliver approaches it like Clark is not experienced enough, whereas, you know, Oliver, you know, it's, you know, Clark's way. Oliver's like, like, I killed Lex. Yeah. Uh, this is how you just got to do. You got to do this. And it's like, do you think that was something you wanted on you? <laughs> you know, you really think that killing him, you know, was the right right answer. But um, and then also with Davis, you know, telling Chloe, oh, I, I you know, rub your hair between my hands and it doesn't even work. It's, you know, it's like really, you don't know if he's exaggerating, <laughs> if he's just trying to get hurt. Yeah, manipulate her it's almost like a battered wife yep syndrome it's not enough He's, you're not doing enough this is not me this is not my fault this is your fault for not doing enough for me yeah uh yeah, yeah. He's a jerk. i hate him anyway <laughs> <laughs> like him in the beginning but then it just gets worse and worse and worse um so uh uh clark tells uh chloe what his plan is to send him to the phantom zone and uh, Chloe's like, no, 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 wait, what if, it, what if it takes you? You know, what if you get sucked into the Phantom Zone? And it's like, yeah, worth it. <laughs> so, and that's when Chloe's like, uh, actually, you know, I heard about some suspicious sounding murders in Alaska. And Clark's like, thanks for the tip and speeds off. <laughs> like, oh, Chloe. 
Um, and yeah, here's where we get this great scene. Now that Clark's out of the picture, uh, now Oliver and Jimmy are in trouble because Davis catches both Oliver and Jimmy in Chloe's apartment and, uh, um, they get tied up down in the basement of the Talon. Yeah. And, uh, so Jimmy finds out that, uh, Davis is the one that turned into the beast and ruined his wedding. Mm. And then he's all macking on, <laughs> macking on Mac in, <laughs> in a human form. And uh, I just love how pissed off Jimmy gets. And he even is like, you know what? You know, especially when Davis is like, listen, it's going to take a while for Chloe to get here. So in order to keep my cool, I'm going to have to murder one of you. <laughs> and Jimmy's, Jimmy's like, all right, kill me then. You've taken... Everything from me, so all that's left is scar tissue. Mm. And Davis nearly pokes Jimmy's eyes out until Ollie reminds him that Chloe would be really, really upset if he killed Jimmy. So then Davis decides he's going to kill Oliver and knocks Jimmy out. And then all of a sudden Clark shows up and drags Davis to the fortress. Mm-hmm. Um... So And so after Oliver and huh? Oh, I was just gonna tell you more stuff. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say after Oliver and Jimmy went through this together, Oliver has like respect for Jimmy mm-hmm. or something, or maybe now Jimmy's got his self respect back. Yep. Yep. I mean <laughs> he did go ahead and abuse drugs, but I like the fact that Jimmy was just not having it with Chloe when this all started happening and had no problem uh, uh, taking on uh, Davis, you know, at least in, uh, you know, by words, the arguing with him and stuff. There's there's mm-hmm. a deleted scene here that I can see why it was taken out because it was just not needed. Uh, Chloe is on her way over and she gets pulled over by the FBI and uh, the FBI agent is actually the same guy that was trying to interrogate Clark when Clark revealed himself as being um, the red blue blur in the other reality there. Oh, it's okay. so the same guy. And she, he, he pulls Chloe over and uh, questions her because uh, the phone bills show that she's been talking to Davis before and she had a prior relationship with him. And then, you know, he's like assuming that she has him somewhere and uh, he warns her, he says, plenty of people get into relationships with people they think they can change. They never can. Uh, Which is, you know, it's, yeah. it works, but it's not really needed. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and but and uh, Dr. Emile tells Chloe that Jimmy and uh, Oliver are lucky to be alive. They're almost like, way to go, Chloe. <laughs> Wait, what now? Chloe tells Dr. Emile. Dr. Emile tells Chloe that. Oliver and Jimmy were lucky to be lucky to be alive, and then Ollie asks her, "When did you become one of the bad guys?" Yeah, and she's like, "I thought I could figure it out." He's like, "Speaking as one of Davis's next victims, your plan was seriously flawed." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah. See, I just don't know what she was thinking. That is, was it like a battered wife syndrome that she was like? Brainwashed. I don't know. And she I think thought at this that point you're could... thinking that, but you know, she does explain later that she's just she knows that this guy uh, could hurt Clark, so she's protecting him. So I don't know. I just want to tell you something uh, that's kind of sad at this point. 
Okay. Okay. It might not actually be sad for you. Okay. It's the last time we ever see the Talon coffee shop in this scene. That's it. And I love how, like, the interior design uh, was even brought down into the basement as if, like, (laughs) I don't know, they just took, like, some extra Egyptian stuff and put it down in the basement to uh, uh, decorate the basement, too. But. Which really, it was just the basement was the talon that they just kind of covered up. In <laughs> it must be. I don't know. It sounds <laughs> yeah. right. But yeah, no more coffee shop in the talon ever. Oh, That's it. Bye, talon. Might see the. Ap- what about the apartment? I think we might see the apartment here, here or there. I, I can't remember any specifics, but um, the Smallville wiki did say that this is the last time you see the coffee shop portion. Uh, so Clark brings Davis to the fortress, and I love how he just kind of throws him on the ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Davis gets really upset when uh, Clark is mentioning his plan, like his, uh, sending him to a world without Chloe. And Clark's like, listen, Chloe just believes in second chances. She doesn't actually have feelings for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just wish we knew why he's obsessed with Chloe. Because he's crazy? Okay. Or a, a more okay. delicate okay. way of saying he's, you know, he's he's sick. He's he's a sick man, and uh, um, I'm sure made even sicker by this uh, alter ego of his, like murdering people viciously. Um, you know, that's got to fracture your mind a bit when you wake up and you're just like covered in body parts that you've got to now clean up, <laughs> and uh, you're just fixated on this this girl that's always nice to you. So mm. I don't know. So anyway, Clark's Clark's thinks he's thinks he has it happen uh, uh thinks he has it under control, but that's when Chloe shows up to the fortress. She actually used the key and mm. went down to the caves and got up that way and she deactivates the portal and says that she can't let Clark send Davis to the Phantom Zone. Clark would never forgive himself for giving up on Davis. So Chloe, okay. You're trying to like. I don't understand, Chloe. What's your end game here? You don't want Clark to take care of Davis, and you don't want Davis to kill Clark. What are you expecting to happen? She like, thinks that the Davis side of Davis is a good man, good and going to win over. Yeah, and that he doesn't deserve to be punished for his alter ego's uh, monstrous activities. Uh, but. Um, so, so she's trying to save him. She's and she's trying to save, you know, it's trying to protect Clark as well. And I love how just Clark is just, you know, after saying like you'd never forgive yourself for giving up on him, that, that that speaks to Clark's core. You know, that Clark is all about saving people. So it's like Clark is at a yeah, stalemate. Yeah, we don't kill people <laughs> ever, no matter what. We don't kill people, right? And you know, sending him off to the Phantom Zone. You know, the human side might not exactly be, you know, deserving of. You know, in a you know eternal prison. <laughs> yeah, is this where Oliver's like? You send him to the Phantom Zone. I mean, it's, uh, people don't, uh, you know, escape from that. And I'm like, yeah, Clark's gotten out of that Phantom Zone like two or three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the next scene is Oliver offers Jimmy a job, and uh, and he and Jimmy actually mentions like his resume on CareerBuilder.com. <laughs> Which I looked it up. It's still the website. It's still a yeah. thing. Today, it would be the the reference would be LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Ali gets some good dunks on uh, Clark as well at ISIS. Um, he's like, if you're looking for Chloe, you're wasting your time, Clark. But I guess that's what you do best. <laughs> and uh, and she, he's he thinks that Chloe is so, like obsessed with Davis or is in love with him. And uh, yeah, and Clark, no, no, no. She would never. Chloe is a victim. Yeah. She's she's his, uh, you know, captive. Right. She's the victim here. She doesn't do anything wrong, even though she's been lying to you for weeks, Clark. <laughs> yep. And Ali says, eventually you're going to have to make the tough decisions. That's what heroes do. And, uh, yeah, that, that song starts again, which I love. And uh, we see Chloe calling Clark, leaving, you know, telling, t- reassuring him she knows what she's doing. She's protecting Clark. And Clark says, you're wrong, Chloe. And Chloe says, if there's one thing I've learned from you, it's that choosing the greater good is no sacrifice. And that's when Clark obliterates a purple file cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) You don't remember? Clark brings his fist down on one of the ISIS file cabinets. Just Um, completely destroys it. Purple. I like the pink uh, window treatments. (laughs) In ISIS? Uh Uh-huh. Um, and that's when, uh, yeah, Chloe gets in the car with Davis and looks all worried. And she says, let's, dis- let's, or I think he says, let's disappear. And, uh, yeah. Best needle drop of the episode. Oh, Chloe. Levy, what do you what feel? are you doing? Yeah. Yay. We bought a song. Yay. Another, another addition to the playlist. So enjoy it. Enjoy it at the gym when you listen to it and go, what was this from? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if I ever get to go back to the gym, if I ever get over this cold. No excuses, just go. Shh, not all over. I'll go tomorrow. (laughs) I'll go tomorrow. Maybe I won't get pneumonia. My thing is, like, I'm I'm trying to make myself work out more. Well, really, it's just kind of taking a walk, a, a brisk walk in the morning, every morning. And every time, every morning I get up and I'm just tired and I hate, I hate everything. And I was like, well, may- and mm-hmm. I just keep telling myself, like, my motto is maybe tomorrow I won't do it. <laughs> I'll just do it now since I'm up. <laughs> it's kind of like a whatever. <laughs> but maybe tomorrow I won't do it. And then the next day I'm like, oh, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> maybe tomorrow I'll be lazy. Oh, well, that's good. At least you're doing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Injustice, directed by Thomas Welling. Welling. Um, oh, oh, really? Yeah. This is the one that Tom got because he was sick for Hex. Mm. And then so he was sent off to Alaska in <laughs> Beast so he could have some time Maybe. to uh, get ready. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so uh, I like how Clark is like scoffing at Tess. He's like, you think I'm some alien space Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tess says he's just afraid of doing what he's destined to do. And so someone's chasing Chloe through the woods and she nearly gets run over by a truck. When Clark saves her. I immediately knew that wasn't Chloe. Oh, really? I did. I immediately knew it. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know okay. why. I just did. Interesting. Oh, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just remembered it wasn't Chloe. No, I don't, you know, I don't think so. Because I didn't remember this episode at really? all. I just, I need, I was like, it's a shapeshifter. It's somebody that looks like Chloe. <laughs> that's not Chloe's. Because Chloe's over, you know, being with, uh, Davis out in yeah, but there's also H-C-D. like you know they 
these this Injustice League is actually has actually had a conflict with Davis off camera, which I would have loved to have seen. But like uh, Eva here has like scratches on her face because she has fought against Doomsday and uh, and uh, I guess who's a neutron that gets killed by Doomsday. This is all off camera. <laughs> it's huh. we didn't get a little bit of that, but uh, so. Uh, yeah, quote unquote. Chloe tells Clark that Davis wouldn't let her leave, and uh, yeah, and now she's all for killing Clark. You got to kill yep. Davis. No one's safe until you stop him. So there's a definite mission here. Uh, by the way, this uh, this uh, character's name is uh, Ava Gr- a- Ava uh, Greer, and I don't know if you remember, but way back in season one and two, we had a reoccurring uh, shapeshifter, and her name was Tina Greer. <laughs> <laughs> they never actually say they're related or anything like that, but it's just funny. I don't know. Parasite. What's Parasite? Uh, Parasite was the guy that took away uh, Clark's powers. Oh, okay. And uh, and Livewire's powers. Yeah, uh, we have a pretty some pretty big villains. We didn't really get much build up, but we had Plastique before. Mm-hmm. But um, Parasite and Livewire are here. Their Parasite actually was. Uh, uh, the guy Sean Ashmore was playing. He was based on that character, but this is a this is a different Parasite, mm. I guess. Uh, by the way, Parasite's played by Brendan Fletcher, who was one of the uh, Johns brothers from uh, I Zombie, mm. Harley Johns' brother Spencer. I knew he looked familiar. Uh, yep. Uh, so yeah, it turns out they're reporting. Oh, and I also speaking of, I also spotted Marzi Almas's name in the Smallville credits. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Who was an iZombie director, correct? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, she's done a lot of directing for Smallville, mm. though. So, yeah. Probably the reason why I pointed her out when we were recording iZombie. Uh, so. Um, Clark sends uh, Oliver to Tessa's house to get the black kryptonite. <laughs> yep. That was great. <laughs> we're going to need the help of Lex Luthor through Tess. Getting the black kryptonite and uh, any any like lies to him, he's like, oh yeah, you know, we're gonna. This is gonna help uh, take down uh, Davis. Um, and then um, Clark goes to the barn and he removes the crystal from its hiding place. And I think it's like a, a thing he could hold the black kryptonite in. I forget. Um, but uh, yeah, he tells Chloe that he's going to save Davis, and uh, quote unquote, Chloe says, "What?" <laughs> And he reminds us all that remember when Ma Kent used Black Kryptonite to split me, the bad me out that was Black Kryptonite, and says sometimes justice is finding the last good in someone and helping them save themselves. That's my Superman right there. Um, meanwhile, um, Clark and Chloe meet with Emil at this garage. There's corpses there. Um, Emil actually digs a bone spur out. It's one of Davis's bone spurs that actually kept him out of the military. <laughs> um, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just was laughing when they said bone spur because you know that's that yeah. When like, you say bone spur, you think of a heel spur, but they they mean yeah. one of those terrible things that that. That Doomsday injured Jimmy and sent him off to 
whatever city for weeks and weeks. And it keeps rich kids from uh, having to serve in the military. <laughs> it keeps rich kids out of Vietnam. Yep. Uh, well, you know, so when you, you, know, when you there. walk into oh. your doctor's office and dictate a, uh, a physical yep. uh, assessment, then, you know. And, you know, we knew it was the way, it was the way in, in which the moron speaks. We knew he did it. But now it's huge <laughs> news because the doctor admits it. <laughs> Anyway, moron, God, <laughs> you, you know, I'm driving down the road, and and he's on the, he he's talking about Pompeo. You are going to be involved in so many things, so many things you don't even know about. Like, Ugh. shut up, moron! God, you're a moron. Moron. I can't wait till this podcast is listened to like years later. Like, oh God, remember when we, they we had to put up with that nonsense? Yeah, yeah, I remember that back crazy when we had time. cities. <laughs> Back when no, there was like the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, a podcast has survived the apocalypse. Uh, anyway, uh, Livewire is one of the dead bodies. She wasn't killed by Doomsday. She was killed by an implant. And that's when, quote unquote, Chloe starts to panic. Yeah. And we. this is another thing. We go back and forth with Tess. You know, just like we thought Tess murdered Reagan. Reagan? Mm-hmm. Reagan? Reagan. But she, it was self-defense. And it's just another thing that keeps us wondering about, like, how evil is Tess? I mean, she did kick his face in. Um, She did, but it was was self-defense. She could have stopped when he was unconscious. (laughs) (laughs) Not just keep kicking. Um, And also, you know, when she says, uh, yeah, Lex put those implants in in their heads, I didn't have anything to do with it. Do you really think you really believe that she had nothing to do with like someone else from afar was controlling uh, their uh, brains getting blown up um, when they double crossed her Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, likely story. All right. So, uh, oh, and then we see like, you know, that's too bad that you knew right away. This was wasn't Chloe because then it's like, what the heck? Chloe has completely lost her mind. She's here meeting with. Plastique and Parasite, and it kind of makes sense because Chloe and Plastique had, uh, you know, a friendship. A, a, she tried to a help friendship. her. Yeah. And then we find out that she's working for Tess, and it's like, what the heck? Chloe's working for Tess, and you know, she's so desperate to help to to stop Davis that you know she's working for Tess and doing all these shady things. And then, uh, yeah, Ollie Ali uh, drops by. Uh, and tries using the power of flirtation, and Tess isn't having it. And it turns out he just needed a fingerprint on the wine bottle. Oh yeah, that was great. He well, he was sneaking around the house, and she came in, yeah. and then he like takes his clothes off and gets in her bed. Oh, and, that's later. And yeah, pretends to be uh, trying to seduce her. That was great. Yeah, he did, he pulls the James Bond later, <laughs> um, and uh, ends up uh, getting exploded completely naked, which is not a great feeling. <laughs> Not that I, you know, uh, I don't know from experience, but I just imagine like being blown up while fully nude. <laughs> yeah, he was like shameless. He's like, look at this. I mean, you're you're seriously turning this down. <laughs> look at look at all look. Here. Nobody turns look this here. down. Are you, <laughs> are you kidding me? Uh, and that's uh, uh, that's why. Uh, wait, oh, we skipped a part. Oh yeah, yeah. Clark finds. Cl- Quote unquote Chloe and says Why aren't you answering your phone Yeah, Because, because uh, she, doesn't she doesn't have, have it. 
<laughs> and then uh, Chloe tries to tell Clark about how Tess deceived Ava Greer, and then suddenly an implant kills her. It turns out she actually is Ava. And uh, this is a good time where I was going to lay down the fun fact that this is the first time since Sacred. Remember Sacred when everybody goes to uh, China, I think it was? Okay. But Chloe? Yeah, this is the first time that since Sacred that Chloe Chloe hasn't been in an episode of Smallville. Um, but, I mean, this was a really sad scene because, you know, Chloe dies. And Clark is yep. like, Chloe... Chloe, Chloe, and blood's come out of her eyeball or something, and and then she and that's when then she realizes that it's what's her name, Eva, Eva, Eva Greer, Eva. Yeah, he's like ah. Then he calls in Doctor Email Hamilton, uh, and (laughs) I'm gonna make it work. It's it's sort of working. And then he's like, listen. Emil, I know you're a superhero doctor, but can you isolate a GPS signal? <laughs> He's like, sure. I can do that. I can hack into anything. Jimmy also can hack into things. I can hack into things. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Clark finds Plastique and says, and she's like, Tess is going to, Tess told us we're going to be heroes and I want real justice. We're going to take down Tess. And that's when Parasite gets the drop on Clark and takes his powers. And that's when they go after uh, Tess and her uh, uh, unconscious uh, streaker um, at the mansion. Unconscious streaker. Yes, fully nude. Uh, Well, okay, how Parasite gets Clark's power. It's a pretty cool effect where this red and blue... uh, like a, it looks like a, what, uh, like a ghost. I, what am I trying to uh-huh. say? It's like a. It's like you're sucking the soul out of them. Yeah, it's like, it, but the, yeah. but Clark, of course, Clark's soul is red and blue. Of course, because yeah. <laughs> Chloe's would be yellow. <laughs> um, and so Clark is like now on foot. <laughs> yeah, Clark's a normal boy again, and Parasite was did like. You notice Ooh. He, Oh, did you notice where he says he was? Where? He calls Dr. Emil and says where he is. Where? He says, I'm at the corner of Marshall and Beeman. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Which is, you know, James Marshall and Greg Beeman. And Emil's like, leads him to a just like super fast car. <laughs> and I don't know if that was a sponsor for this week, but now Clark has to zoom to Smallville like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and... um Let's see. Uh, but Oliver's there first. He shoots Plastique through the shoulder. He swings in. He uses Lex's kryptonite ring. Lex's kryptonite ring that he took off his dead body. Mm, um, oh, that takes down Parasite. That's right. Yeah. Clark's like, "Where'd you get that?" Uh, yep. uh, uh. And yeah, Ollie almost like completely brains Parasite with a pool ball, and then uh, Clark stops him. And Oliver just picks up Tess and walks out of the room, doesn't even talk to Clark. Um, and that's when Clark gets his powers back. It's like, this this hurt a lot. <laughs> you might want to give me my powers back so it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Clark asks Clark, uh, Oliver where he got the kryptonite ring. And he says, uh, I didn't make it. Lex did. I took it after killing him. We do what we have to do, Clark. Hopefully the guilt doesn't weigh you down like it does me. And then Clark says... I'll take it from here. And uh, I was lying to you. I, I told you what you wanted to hear. 
And uh, and he says, we set an example or we're no better than the people we fight. And Oliver says, I'm not your enemy. And then Clark says, well, then who are you? Burn! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Tess pleads that she had nothing to do with the deaths, the chips. Probably, like, malfunction, maybe. <laughs> And then she reveals to Clark that she actually had the uh, crystal destroyed. So he's going to have to kill Doomsday now. Mm. And uh, I think it was like the... Is that the, the Phantom Zone crystal? Or one, one crystal or another? Because I know they use a black kryptonite later. Probably the Phantom Zone. Because that might be when Oliver says, you know, what? They can't escape out of that prison. Because Oliver... Yeah. Oliver's saying you can't just send him away to a prison. You have to make sure he's dead. Yep. So uh, Clark is talking to Tess and says, uh, you know, is disappointed because she killed the crystal or destroyed the crystal. And uh, he says, I was beginning to think you were different from Lex. I was wrong. And uh, she says, the difference is that he turned his back on you and I still believe in you. And uh, mm-hmm. an entire civilization's survival depends on you killing Davis mm-hmm. Bloom. And that's when she goes to the mansion, and there's a glowing purple light coming from her study, and the, that orb is there, and it lifts up in the air and asks, uh, and a voice asks if Clark is ready to fulfill his pro- fulfill the prophecy, and tells Tess that she will be the savior savior of Candor. What is Candor? What is Candor, indeed? <laughs> we'll find out. Maybe next week. <laughs> um, so shall we get into the season finale so we can I can get into all those teases and everything? Yes. This is the one where Jesus fights Judas. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the only episode this season that features the entire season eight cast. Uh. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Remember and some special guests. Remember back yeah. when Clark used the ring. To go back in time and undo what he had did, yes. and we wondered what would change. We find mm-hmm. out what changed. Yep, Clark will not beat Doomsday, and Clark will die. This is the day Clark dies mm-hmm. because yeah, Rock comes back and Rock, Rock tells, says yeah. Mm-hmm. And the new plan is to send Doomsday into the future with the new Legion ring that he hands over. So <laughs> I love it. Rock's, <clears throat> Rock travels back in time and says to Clark, I fear I might be too late. <laughs> like, you're a time traveler. You can, if you think you're late, <laughs> yeah. go back further. Uh, Clark's still alive. <laughs> you're not too late. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Chloe and Davis are under the stars talking about Persephone and Hades and how she chose to stay with Hades. Ugh. And that they had a nice life together. <laughs> what kind of life can you have, Chloe? <laughs> On the run, eating takeout. <laughs> yeah. You're not bathing. You're like sleeping in a car. That's gross. You can't keep this up. Meanwhile, Tess finds out that uh, someone um, stole the orb, but it looks like uh, from further inspection that something happened where the vault exploded from the inside. Because mm. the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the monitors went out for a few seconds, so they don't really know what happened. Yeah. And I mean, people get into that mansion so many times, you know, obviously they're busting out of the safe is no big deal. And Clark is now uh, at the Daily Planet. He puts the Legion ring in his desk drawer 
in a box and uh, has finished typing a letter. And I have that letter for you if you'd like me to read it. Oh, do you? It's a goodbye letter. It's so good. All right. It's it's a little long, so bear with me. Okay. Ow, I just stubbed my toe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's weird that Clark's letter starts off with I stubbed my toe, but here it is. (laughs) Okay, no. Um. You have welcomed me into your city and allowed me to make it, uh, citizens of Metropolis. You welcomed me into your city and allowed me to make it my home. I will always be grateful for that, which is why I cannot leave without saying goodbye. This newspaper has made me into what you think I am, an example, a symbol, a hero. But the truth is I'm simply one of you. The only difference is that my days in the shadows and my nights on the streets have allowed me to see what you've lost sight of, the good in each of you. I've seen regular people do extraordinary things. I've seen you help each other up after you've been knocked down. I've seen you stand together when times are tough. And I've seen the smallest act make the biggest change. If I've done anything right, I hope it's to help you realize one person can make a difference in the lives of others. That Metropolis doesn't need a hero. Have faith in yourself and you will find hope in each other. Remember, it's not the mass that makes the hero. It's the choices we make and the desire to do what's right. I've seen that desire in all of you. It inspired me to promise... I would do everything in my power to protect the city, but I can't promise that I'll be around forever. One day, there may be a fight I cannot win, but if that day comes, please keep fighting without me to make the world a better place. Be the heroes I know you are. Signed, Barack Obama. I mean, no, the red blue <laughs> I'm <bar>. so inspired. <laughs> I feel like I right? can do anything. I feel so good about myself. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, man, Clark should run for office. <laughs> And it's great. It, it's kind of a funny scene here because Lois like walks in and she's like, "What? What are you typing over there? Like a novella, you know?" And uh, she like like turns her back and he sneaks away and calls her on the phone as the blur and is like, "Hey, it's me, the red blue blur." And she doesn't put it together that it's the same letter, the same and it, yeah paper. And he's like, "I just you know whoosh, you know I just left you some publish that letter if anything happens to me." And she's and he's like, D- don't open it. <laughs> but she opens it anyway. So she literally sees the the same text that she just saw on the monitor like thirty seconds ago, and doesn't put it together. Uh, anyway, um, and then he says like, sometimes we can't outrun our destiny. And uh, Lois says, if you come through, meet me at midnight at the phone booth on Fourth and Main. Mm. So they have a meeting set up. Um, so Clark goes back to the barn and it looks like he's working with, uh, Black Canary and, uh, Impulse, a.k.a. The Flash, mm-hmm. and that they're going to use the geothermal Luther Corp facility to bury the monster and save the man once they split him with, uh, Black Kryptonite. Okay. And, uh, and Oliver shows up and he's like, listen, you got to take Davis down before he beasts out. This like, nobody is, that not everyone is worth saving. And um, Clark says, like Lex. And then he reminds him, you're not one of us anymore. What? Oh, Clark's not. No, Oliver's not. Oliver's not a Justice League person? Yeah. Yeah. Oliver should have been like, yo, I put this thing together. Uh, Yeah, I was like. (laughs) You're off my team. uh It's Oliver's team. Go make your own team. You just can't call yourself the Justice League, okay? Call yourself like the Avengers or something. Anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so funny uh, in the Avengers when what was it? He was like, "You're so dark. Are you a DC character now?" 
What was that? <laughs> was that, what that, was that in, in the movie? Was that in the movie or was that somewhere else? Where somebody oh, man, I don't said, remember that from the movie. Oh, I can't you're so imagine dark. That. I think you're a DC <laughs> character now. <laughs> uh, um, so Oliver turns out has one more one one uh, member of uh, his team still employed, and that's uh, uh, new, the new guy, Jimmy. And luckily, he's a master hacker. And uh, he's got to uh, hack into some files and test his desk. But uh, well, he learned Lois from he learned hiding. from uh, superhero Barbie how to hack. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you know, our technology is pretty simple, you know, compared mm-hmm. to the crystals back home. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they find the uh, he finds Chloe and Davis's location, and. Uh, uh, Jets off, and Lois actually sees another thing on the laptop, which is Tess interrogating Regan, and um, Tess saying, "There's life inside the orb, and it's going to be released when the Traveler kills the Beast." And Regan says, "It could be the end of the world." <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So it w- this is like, "I'm going to kick your face in now." <laughs> so it should be a bigger, badder bad guy mm. for season nine. Uh, I do believe they, he says his name at the end of the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, anyway, uh, turns out uh, the Justice League isn't exactly as loyal to Clark as he thought if they were, and it's a trap. They and Clark gets shot with a kryptonite dart, mm. and Ali says, "Just get your ego out of the way, so we can do what needs to be done." Mm. Oh, jerks! Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, back in the Daily Planet, Lois is. Uh, about to leave, but uh, Tess is. Uh, or wait, no, she goes down to the basement or something. I forget what she's doing, but um, Tess actually shows up because she thinks that Lois, out of all people, broke into the mansion and stole the orb. I mean, I guess it's because, like, at the beginning of the season, she dressed in a maid's outfit and <laughs> and it was sneaking around the mansion. So maybe it's related, but it doesn't matter because we get a. A, a freaking awesome fight. Yeah, I don't care. Two. I don't care why. It was just a great fight. <laughs> you, you know, seeing Tess, right seeing Tess and Lana fight, or Tess and Lois fight. I don't care. Uh, I just want to see Tess and I just want to see two girls kicking butt. I don't think anything can top that uh, Lana versus Chloe fight in the high school. <laughs> uh, that was amazing. That was great. Um, but this was pretty great too. And it comes with a surprise ending because uh, Lois, like, all of a sudden sees that She's ring like, on the floor, this? touches it. Let me put it on my fingers. And, oh, my God, where is she? Where did she go? Did she go into the past? Did she go into the future? Where is she? Will she come back next? Like, she may not even come back next season. It could be season 10. It could be they could, the writers could have said, you know, we just don't have anything for Lois to do next season. <laughs> yeah. And we just wanted to come back just at the very end. You know? well, she's already Lois Lane. We'll put her in the future where uh, uh, Superman is Superman already. You know, yeah, she shows up at the end of the the series. I like it's very it's very uh, Lord of the Rings too because it's the whole you know the ring falling on the ground and she retouches it and disappears. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, just so you know, this geothermal facility that uh, Chloe. Wakes up with they've, they've already caught Chloe and Davis off camera <laughs> They brought them to the geothermal facility This is the set of Deep Blue Sea By the way <laughs> They reused the set So I don't know if you ever saw that movie Is that um, 
Oh, the guy that died, the Fast and the Furious guy. Oh, Deep Paul Blue Walker. Sea. Yeah, Paul Walker. I'm thinking of... Paul Walker is into the blue. That's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea is about the shark that was, like, stalking people. Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. I don't want no MF and sharks and then my F, MF and Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. They caught Chloe and Davis off camera. That was my note for that, but... Yeah, whatever. I was probably confused. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. They're tied up. All right. And that's Davis is at his. He can't. He says that Chloe can't help her help him anymore. He starts like freaking out, and uh, Ollie um, is about to put him put Davis down, and Chloe jumps in front of uh, in front of him, and she's got the black kryptonite, and uh, suddenly Davis is now face to face with Doomsday. Mm, that's great. So that's pretty awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> And then Jimmy finds Clark uh, face down in, I don't know, it was like the side of a railroad track where they left him. Yeah. Um, and uh, he pulls and, the kryptonite arrow out of his back, and Clark's wounds immediately heal. And so Jimmy yeah. was like, I knew it. You tried to you tried to tell me that it wasn't true, but I knew it. I knew you're, you're the red blue super guy. <laughs> I wrote the quote down. I love it so much. This this scene makes me so happy. Yeah, um, I think says, it, I, it's his it's it's his delivery of all the lines. I, they're really great. Yeah, Jimmy, I am the red blue blur. You were right about me and Davis. I'm sorry I lied to you. And then he says, "You got to give Chloe that wedding present you were going to give her." And then he's like, "Well, what's going to happen now?" And he's like, "Do you trust me?" And Jimmy says, "Always oh, CK." Oh. Wait a minute. Okay, uh, let me ask you about the present. Was there uh, any other reference to this present? Nope. That's what I thought. I thought it came out of nowhere. Was Jimmy just looking for $200 for his car, quote-unquote car? $600. Uh, $600 just a couple episodes ago? Yeah. <laughs> Was he at such a low point that if he did actually have this amazing place for him and Chloe to live, that he might have just sold it off by now because he had lost complete faith in him and Chloe? Yeah, probably, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the only I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so this is a new set for next season? This is a brand new set. So this was the Talon set? No, I don't think so. Actually, um, I heard, I was listening to some old Smallville podcast that this is this used to be ISIS. And they like just tore everything down and made this gigantic space. Really? You know? Yeah, I mean it's it's a studio set, you know. Uh-huh. So, um, so Clark reassembles the team. They get the explosive set, and uh, he's going to go take down Doomsday, bring him back to where the explosion is. So Doomsday is in Metropolis, causing havoc. Um, Clark uh, shows up, like s- stops a car midair, which is great. Yes, and uh, then he looks over at the phone booth and is like Lois, you know, because he thinks that they were supposed to meet, and she's gone. Uh, you know, they they could have done better by saying it's midnight, but I think that's what we're supposed to think. That mm-hmm. he thinks that Doomsday might have hurt Lois. Mm-hmm. Lois is, or taken Lois or something. Or Lois was afraid. Lois was mad because Clark stood her up, and now Chloe. Yeah. Clois, and now Clark thinks that Lois is not meeting him. He's wondering why yeah. she's not meeting him. So it was a nice mirror thing. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I think at this point, I'm not sure if it's acknowledged in this episode, but he thinks that she's doesn't know where she went to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just a standing up kind of thing. Right. She was so, expected to be there and she's not there. Yeah. So, uh... Uh, Clark saves a little girl from the monster, mm-hmm. which is great. I love when Clark saves kids. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so Doomsday beats the hell out of Clark, and he gets one last punch, and then Clark tackles him, leaps into the air, and lands into the uh, geothermal facility, and the whole thing blows up. And I just want to say, this is one thing I was so pissed about when I first watched, and I'm not as pissed as... As I was before, mm-hmm. uh, probably because I was expecting it. This entire season has been leading to a Clark versus Doomsday fight, right? You know, it, it, and I counted on the DVD this whole this fight that we've been leading up to for twenty two episodes mm-hmm. lasts ninety seconds. Mm-hmm. I know, and then later on, Clark <laughs> comes to Chloe and says, "She says, what happened to the explosion? I don't know. I don't know how I got out of it. Like yeah, what?" Who knows? It's very, it's very hand wavy, you know, and it's funny. I listened to, like I said, I listened to Shu, the old, and they were very much like, it's not what it was all about. I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> it kind of was. Like, yes, we weren't looking for the knockdown, drag out, death of Superman fight, but it could have been longer. It could have been like an act break, you know, knocking themselves around. I mean, I mean, it, it comes down to budget, you know. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, the the wedding, the doomsday attack at the wedding was a lot more satisfying than this. Yeah. And and it's funny, you listen, you watch that documentary on Doomsday and how they put that together. Um, they were really worried. That was the first time they showed the suit. They were really worried about the suit. Well, every, and every time they did they, great they, because they showed it yeah. very in shadows. Yeah, and and they said every single time we're like we're worried it looked too weird. They just cut to video camera footage, mm-hmm. so it looked a little bit more shakier. Yeah, but I mean the suit I think looks great. You know, it's a little rubbery in the in the when you see it really lit up, but in the darkness and stuff, I think it's great, especially with like the red eyes. So that's why they didn't want to show much of a fight between Clark and Doomsday was because they were afraid I, of the, the way the suit looked. I don't think so. I think it was. It came down to budget, mm-hmm. and it wasn't as important to them as uh, wrapping up some of this story. I mean, I listened to an interview with Aaron. Oh, we'll talk more after at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <clears throat> there's some stuff here. So Jimmy takes Chloe to the wedding present, and it's and he takes the unconscious Davis as well. And he and J- he and Chloe have a scene here where. Yes, the the wedding present is a huge loft overlooking um, Metropolis. No matter where you are, you can look up and you can see me watching over you, Jimmy says. <laughs> not, not like someone who is going to be looking over her. From heaven. <laughs> and Jimmy says that he's, he's it's just oh, it's so great. Like he's so happy. He knows Clark's secret. He gets every sacrifice yeah. that she's made. Yeah, like everything it's, makes sense. Now. Yeah, he's he forgives her. Like there's no reason. Like he knows he was wrong. He shouldn't have been insecure about yep. Clark. He shouldn't have doubted her. With you know, he just didn't understand. He didn't have all the facts. Now it makes total sense. He's okay and, with and it. He's, and, and he's okay with the fact that she was. You know, th- these were he he called them like sacrifices that she was making. Mm-hmm. Not telling him and going through all that with him, and they have this great kiss, and that he gets stabbed in the back. Because with a big piece of rebar. Yeah, and you don't think that Davis is a threat because Doomsday's gone. Yep. 
So it's a Davis total shock is... to find out that Davis is a freaking serial killer anyway. Yep. <laughs> And he is obsessed with Chloe. It's not just the Doomsday side of yeah, him. It's okay. not the fact that Doomsday was attracted to Brainiac that was once inside of Chloe. Mm-hmm. It is probably he because is he was trapped over Chloe, trapped in the cornfield as a child, and mm-hmm. raised like a like a like a lab rat, and uh-huh. went from uh, foster home to foster home, and he's just right. he's just damaged goods. And yeah, what really gets him out of his mind is that, you know, the revelation that Chloe says to Jimmy, like she's like, I was never in love with him. I was doing this. I was with him the entire time because because of Clark, to save Clark, to protect Clark. And that's what Davis like throws back at her face. He's outraged. And uh, he goes after her pretty violently. And that's when Jimmy tackles him onto like a big spike and uh, kills him. And then... He collapses and dies in Chloe's arms. Mm. He tells her he loves her one last time. And uh, they didn't plan this at all, but, um, you know, it's no spoiler that the comic book, The Death of Superman, shows the death of Superman. So <laughs> the, the pose that they're in, uh, Lois actually held Clark like that at the at the end of that comic book. Mm. Um, I, Aaron Ashmore, in, the, in his interview on, um, on Smallville Podcast, didn't actually... Uh, he said they didn't plan that, but it's cool that people are like looking, reading into that the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, what happened after the death of Superman was the next run of comics called Funeral for a Friend. So, in the next scene, we are going into a funeral for our friend Jimmy Olsen. And even Ollie, who's wearing his sunglasses, a little tear comes down. And uh, then we see Jimmy has a little brother, a little brother who's wearing a bow tie. <laughs> And Jimmy's little brother gets Jimmy's camera from Chloe. And Chloe says, maybe you'll follow in his footsteps. And that was stupid. Uh, you want to talk about stupid? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm sad that Jimmy Olsen is killed. Jimmy uh-huh. Olsen is a huge character in the Superman mythos. Right. And, um, and DC, of course, was... Not a big fan of to to begin with Jimmy Olsen being on this show and being as old as Clark as and Lois. Jimmy's supposed to be like a cub reporter, cub cub photographer. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be like a teenager when he shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clark and Lois are supposed to be older. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, as it turns out, he's like he's. You could read into it that he's older than Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you got this, but. Um, J- uh, Jimmy, his his full name is Henry James Olson, and this child, and I'm not sure if it's shown in the show or shown in like after notes or whatever, or maybe in the credits. He's James Bartholomew Olson, which is actually Jimmy Olson's real name in the comics. So <sighs> they Boo. retconned it. So <laughs> Jimmy Olson actually didn't die. His older brother Henry, okay. who had. A middle name, James, that he went by. Jimmy. Okay, you have three kids. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In what yep, universe on. would you choose, a, a, okay, a name like James, which is, you know, most generic <laughs> old vanilla, school. old school, <laughs> uh, you know, name. And name yeah. both of your children. Put the, I mean, nobody does that. People don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. 
I had a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling that the kid's name was James. Yep, it's true. And they didn't know this. Um, as a matter of fact, they weren't even sure about killing Jimmy off way back in um, Bride, mm-hmm. halfway through the season. Um, Aaron Ashmore said uh, in his interview that uh, you know they hadn't even they were they weren't even planning on killing Jimmy. Um, and uh, it just you know as they got kept writing it worked out that th- this was going to be they needed something to make Clark lose his faith in humanity and uh, the fact that Jimmy dies because of his you know obviously he's going to blame himself his mistake of believing in Davis over Doomsday um, caused this innocent uh, man's death um, you know it's a big deal so. I, I point this out that they didn't know it back in Bride because on the wedding invitations it shows his full name is James Bartholomew Olson, <laughs> not Henry James Olson. <laughs> oh God! So, okay, uh, let's stop. Just, just stop. Just, uh, just quit. <laughs> so anyway, in, in the end, though. I'm sad about Jimmy. I'm so happy that Jimmy got that Aaron Ashmore got like some great stuff to do at the end of the season uh-huh. because before I was getting so sick of him being jealous guy uh-huh. and then obsessed with uh, super superhero Barbie uh-huh. uh, guy and yeah. Once once we get to the arc where he knows that Davis is a serial killer and nobody will believe him, I, uh-huh. I was more into. I was yeah, more. I mean, I love Aaron Ashmore. I think he yeah. was great as Jimmy Olsen. He's a great Jimmy Olsen. But yes. all that on again, off again, on again, off again. I'm crazy about Chloe. Chloe's ignorant. I mean, just it was just written bad, bad, bad. Yeah. So yeah, yeah and I, I, you know, season seven was the writer strikes. So. Yeah. They did. They did a terrible job, uh, you know, keeping him as a likable character. So yeah, DC definitely does not want Jimmy Olsen killed off in any sort of uh, media. Um, so this is what Smallville had to do. They wanted to have that death. They wanted it to be painful, something to drive Clark away. But they wanted to please DC too. So they brought this little kid in with a bow tie. Okay. Said that he was actually Jimmy. That's stupid. And it makes sense because that's he has the age difference. That yeah. Our Jimmy didn't have so. Anyway, so still stupid. We get this. <laughs> we we get this great um, uh, uh, scene with Chloe and Clark at the Watchtower, and Clark says he can't find Lois. He says he blames himself for Jimmy's death. He put humanity on a pedestal. It wasn't a Kryptonian that killed Jiminy. J- Jiminy. <laughs> Jimmy. It was a human. And he tells Chloe to get rid of this place. Like, this, just get rid of it. Just, you know, we don't. And, and Chloe says that Jimmy is here and this is a beacon. This is a watchtower. And it's up up to us to bring everybody home. Because I guess the, the rest of the league just, like, left town after all this. I wrote down, it's up to us to bring Oliver and company home. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I haven't used that yet. <laughs> and. And uh, Clark says, home. I have no home. Humanity is my weakness. Clark Kent is dead. Goodbye, Chloe. And walks away and fades away as he's walking away. A little choice there, I think. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah. And then we go to uh, Tess, who's in her bedroom. She's wearing a little nighty. Yeah, we've seen this. Not gown several times this season. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny because uh, 
you know, you can probably listen to it if you want. The interview with Cassidy Freeman they did at the end of uh, season eight. Um, she says that she's in a, she's in a lot of nightgowns <laughs> and robes. Okay, a very so naked a very man. naked guy, and uh, he's standing there above a glowing Z, and he's got the orb over his hand, and he says, and you hear him say, Zod. Okay, so Zod. What happened to Zod? Didn't um, uh, Jones throw him into the space or something? Um, <laughs> what happened Zod, to Zod? Zod was, was Michael yeah, he Rosenbaum. He was possessing Michael Rosenbaum and then got sucked back into uh, the Phantom Zone, I think. Anyway... Yes, sorry. Yes, he did. He got sucked back into the Phantom Zone. So what happened here? Did the Phantom Zone open up? Also, uh, a lot of people um, suspected Sam Witwer was going to be in Season 9 because they thought that that was Sam Witwer's body. And uh, I'm not sure if it was. They might have had him as a stand-in because they didn't cast this character yet. But um, I don't know. Did you think he looked very Sam Witwer-ish? <laughs> no. Because I know who it is. Okay, so, but they haven't cast that guy yet. But I know who it's going to yes, be. Yes, I know, but I'm wondering if they had a stand in. And it looks like, it looks like the guy who it ends oh, up being. Oh, okay. Uh, did you hear me say it's the only season finale not to have Tom Welling as the last person we see before the credits? <gasps> no. Okay, so that's season okay. eight. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was kind of a week. Finale. Yeah, one of the weakest. Um, it was it was emotional with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shocking with the but, death. Um, the fight just disappointing. Yeah, and and so when this when the episode was over, I, I was like, I have no idea what the next season will be. Who will be in the credits? We'll get new people. Uh, what's going on? Will Lois be back? Where is Lois? Lois. What the heck? Okay, so um, we can first do what's the episode of the week? I don't even know. Uh, Beast? I'd have to give it to Beast. Beast? Yeah. I mean, these were not bad episodes. They were just kind of okay. (laughs) They were B minus, and uh, and now we should go through the episodes of the season, and as we usually do. I don't want to break tradition here. <laughs> we're almost to the end. Okay, so okay. we start with Odyssey, where we're searching for Clark and Oliver. Yeah, that was exciting because it was like, what is you know? It's just it. It, it gave me a lot of hope for the, yeah. the season. It's just like this like, new. Look, it's just everything seems new. Mm-hmm. Even though we've been in Metropolis before, this is just, it's like, it's so much not like Smallville. Speaking of so much not like Smallville, I forgot to mention something. What? We also lost another amazing character of the season. <laughs> the fight with Doomsday was not only tragic in the fact that it was only 90 seconds, it's the last time we see Clark in his red jacket, blue shirt. <gasps> no. Not kidding. That was it. No more. I, I'm wow. surprised even reading it. So if it does pop up, I'm going to be like, Smallville, look at you, stupid. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, that's what it says. This is the last time we ever see it. And, you know, I can't remember much after that. And they might have been like, we want to have Metropolis Clark, you know, and, we're, we, you know, we'll, we'll see what new look that he has next season. So, but uh, yeah, we'll see what you think. Hmm. 
Another thing that was good about this season was how comic booky yes. it was, and with all the villains, all the comic yeah. book villains, you know, like Plastique, and then ended up in the end with the Injustice yep. League. We had an alien queen come down from planet Almorak to come marry Clark. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh, talking about like the whole season. Yeah. Um, this whole Lois and Clark coming together, mm-hmm. um, you know, committed. Got to get the. Got to, yes, committed was an excellent episode. Like you got to get the audience on board with this new ship, mm-hmm. and then, and then it bring- gets all complicated <laughs> because stupid Lana comes back. We have to say goodbye to her again. Yeah, well, you know, we had to get those uh, contractually obli- obligated episodes, and we we also had the quote unquote return of Lex <laughs> until he's he's murdered off. Uh, we also had a return of uh, Supergirl for an episode. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I like the uh, Chloe Brainiac stuff. That was and then yes. it's a Bride. Uh, just her losing her mind and then going into Bride and yeah. uh, Legion yeah. was good. Uh, Infamous was great. Turbulence was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Hex Eternal. Yeah, and then we get into the, the episodes we talked about this time. So yeah, I think it was a a pretty good a pretty pretty good season. You know, it, it is a kind of a bummer of a finale, but uh, yeah, but yeah, like you said, you could chalk it up to money. Yeah, money problems. Well, that takes at least us... it wasn't the. Uh, I'm sorry. No, at no. least it wasn't rider strike. Yeah, yeah, this was you a know. solid season, and uh, you know, and it was uh, run by four showrunners. Um, uh, our next thing is uh, the knockouts. Who do you think got knocked out the most this season? Tess was knocked out a lot. Lois was knocked out a lot. Oliver knocked out a lot. <laughs> I've got the Jimmy numbers in front of me. <laughs> Who was knocked out the most? Lois. Lois comes in at only six knockouts. She's up to 29, though. So good for her. <laughs> Six times, and she was all, that also ties with uh, Tess, her inaugural knockout season. She only got knocked out six times. Nope. Okay. There's, there's more. There's higher ones. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy comes in at second place. Nine times he's been knocked out out of 13 total. Mm, Oliver. Nope. Oliver's less than Jimmy. Eight times he's been knocked out out of 11 so far. Hmm. <laughs> Chloe? Yes. 11 times she got knocked out this season. And, you know, a lot of that had to do with uh, being taken over by Bradyac, uh Card being taken away by uh, Doomsday, Bloomsday. Uh, she got darted out a couple times by that psycho jeweler, uh, you know, the mm. committed episode. Um, and then, uh, yeah, she was knocked out twice in the final season, a final episode. It was off camera, but she was she was waking up from being knocked out by Green Arrow when she and Davis were taken, and then she was knocked mm. out again by Doomsday. <laughs> Chloe has been knocked out thirty seven times. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> she is for sure going to have dementia, or Parkinson's. <laughs> Davis uh, <laughs> Davis has only been knocked out seven times in, in his first season. Uh, <laughs> Lana came back for three knockouts. <laughs> Clark's only been knocked out three times too So That's it for your knockouts 
Shall we talk okay. about next time on Smallville? Next time yes. on We Don't Want to Wait? Yes. Shall I read you your episode titles? Yes. The season premiere of season nine is called Savior. Uh-huh. <laughs> Second episode's called Metallo. Pretty easy to figure out what that one's about. Uh, third episode we're talking about is called Rabid. You still here? Yes. Okay. And the last episode we're going to be talking about is called Echo. Huh. Let me give you all your teases slash end of season news items. I've got a bunch here. Here we go. Okay. There's a brand new show on the block. It's called The Vampire Diaries. Oh. And what does it do? It takes Smallville's Thursday spot away from it. From from oh. from it. That that coveted pre supernatural spot is taken by Vampire Diaries. Smallville is moved to Friday nights. The <gasps> death slot. The death slot. Yep. So it's opening up yeah. for America's top mo- next top model. So you know. Uh, so if we thought the show had declined in quality. <laughs> Before Well it has nothing to do with quality It definitely has something to do with viewers (laughs) So it's not the Above the ball anymore No yeah it's not The way I mean I haven't talked about ratings in a long time But uh, we were getting some Juggernaut ratings and now it's like You know Streaming has started uh, DVRs have started You know really kills the ratings um, there's hmm. nobody's getting as much ratings here in 2009, and teenagers do not watch television because yeah. uh, I know teenagers, yeah. and they don't watch television. You know, they watch uh, they watch Supernatural, but that's all they watch. <laughs> Todd, Especially at that time, Todd Slavkin and Darren Swimmer leave this show officially. They go to run Melrose Place, and Brian Peterson hmm. and Kelly Souders are the showrunners of Smallville. For the rest of the series mm. Two people disappear from the opening credits and Just two Yep And one person arrives There's a, There are six people in the main cast of Smallville next season And it's the smallest the cast has ever been Oh, budget cuts Tom Welling has now been promoted to co-executive producer Mmm mm-hmm. Um, and this is, I think it's the following year that he works on Hellcats while he's uh, um, co producing Smallville and starring in Smallville. So, <laughs> mm. uh, the theme for season nine is Clark's Darkest Hour. And here are some real teases. Uh, three weeks later, Clark works alone, spreading his symbol across Metropolis to give people hope. Um, Lois returns after disappearing And Clark fearing that she was dead But she has zero memory Of where she's been mm. Well Chloe okay. We know she comes back Yep, Chloe is no longer con- con- uh, Content to play sidekick And she starts manipulating people For the greater good Which sets her on a collision course with Clark uh, some of the st- So Chloe Wait so Chloe will be the villain <laughs> I didn't say that She's a she's manipulating people for the greater good. So, hmm. yeah. a lot of this stuff I got from um, the like CW's official description of what's coming in season nine. Um, uh, Oliver returns to the fight with renewed purpose, but is still on a dark path, and eventually has someone new in his life. Oh. 
Uh, Tess has her hands full with some new visitors to Metropolis, including Zod. Uh, some other uh, uh, teases. Uh, I just want to spoil season nine in general for you. There are zero. Okay. There are zero freaks of the week this season. What? Yep. <laughs> but there, uh... there are there are uh, there are more comic book. Okay. You know, superheroes, supervillains that show up. This there's so there's nobody who's like, oh my god, he's been infected with meteor rock. You know, it's it's not like there's no like people that Clark fights every week. <laughs> uh, okay, but it's it's more uh, like plastique and yeah. um, the queen that comes down looking for a mate. Somebody good. To, See, I like that. Yeah, this is a metrop. This is a metropolis. This show, pretty much. Uh, Clark wants to begin his training, but Jarrell says he needs to do one more thing. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought we were doing that. But I but I got Kara's gone. Yeah. Uh, I thought we did that seasons ago. Kara, by the way, who uh left uh left town in Bloodline to look for Candor, just wanna say. Uh <laughs> oh, crap, is Kara coming back? I'll spoil it for you. If, no, she's not coming back. Okay, good. Do we never? Do we ever see her again? <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, okay, but not on. season nine. We, we can't just like leave her out there in limbo. She flew flew away somewhere and never comes back. Um, well, we never see Martha. Anyway, um, so <laughs> Martha's coming back. Anyway, so um, Chloe asks Clark for a favor, which Clark refuses. Uh, <laughs> That's very vague, isn't it? Uh, a new reporter at the planet has something horrible happen to him, which turns him into a lethal opponent for Clark. And uh, mm. I just, I just wrote zombies, toy man, and Clark gets a new ability. So there are all your teases for <laughs> season nine and the first few episodes of season nine. Huh. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, enjoy cracking into that next row on the Hulu feed. <laughs> Me, I'm cracking into my DVDs. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well, uh, cool. I hope everybody enjoyed this, and I hope everything was edited together so it made sense. Uh, see you guys all next week for season nine of Smallville. Season nine. <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm kind of sad. You're gonna get sadder. Once we get towards the end of season ten, you're gonna be like, it's, it's really almost over. It really is almost I know. over. I'm so sad. Yeah. I wanted to I wanted to continue forever, and I want to pick a good show for next time because I just can't go to another to a. <laughs> Are you okay, folks? I think the Infinity Gauntlet got stuff. Uh, so we'll see you. Uh... Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> My my call just knocked up. Anyway, all right. Just say goodbye. 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 <laughs>